views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I am an angelic walk-in, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio. You know, with this month's theme about healing family relationships, I've heard from so many people to thank me for talking about healing family relationships as we approach the holiday season because they, uh, the um, chances of seeing our families increase over Thanksgiving and the Christmas holidays. Now, one of these clients gave me this beautiful testimonial. She said, Candy, I must tell you that I listen to Angel Healing House Radio every week because you're a wonderful storyteller. It's through the stories that I often get inspired and motivated. I don't know how you do it, but when I feel like I can't go on magically, your story on that particular program, it will give me hope and faith to keep going and to be assured, as you always say, that God and the angels always have my back. Thank you for your stories as they enrich my life. P.S. I especially like your stories as they all have happy endings. Your faithful listener, Kathleen and Kathleen lives near County Cork in Ireland. 
if the story of your life is not reading as you would wish it to read and you're truly ready to make positive changes in your life, well, then the posse of angels are reminding you that in any given moment, through your free will and your abundant nature, you can change your story and you can change the course of your life by believing it's possible by opening to receive the grace of God and by following the signs that God and the angels lovingly send in order for us to be given direction. Now, there's another reminder today that Mercury retrograde, I know a lot of you are saying, not again, but Mercury retrograde is upon us once more. And it is causing the possibility of delays, miscommunications and mishaps. It is Mercury, the planet of communication, that takes our messages or takes messages from the higher realms and delivers them so we can become wiser and more attuned to our higher destiny. That is why it is so important to slow down and stop during a Mercury retrograde. Don't push anything and become more observant and vigilant to what areas of our lives need addressing. This Mercury retrograde occurs just hours after Venus moved out of retrograde, which saw many, many people going through hardship, difficulty, challenges in their relationships over the last couple of months. This is a clear sign to move slowly. Don't push things. Don't rush ahead. This is particularly difficult because 2018, when you look back at it, I felt like it was a kind of a stop and go type of year. And many of us felt like we were delayed, like we were held back from getting ahead and seeing our projects and our plans advance. Mercury is giving us the blessing of once again, reviewing our lives, seeing what we need to edit and re-edit. And the Posse of Angels are assuring us that 2019 will be a much faster moving year. And we may not get a chance to take a deep breath, reconsider, review, and re-edit our choices and the path that we choose. So here we go, continuing with our theme of healing family relationships, which has been helpful for many. The Posse of Angels wish to focus on what can be a very, very trying relationship for many. And this is the mother-daughter relationship. And boy, did this topic elicit reactions in people. I had one person say to me that she related to, date, to today's topic with the song, I really don't know what love is. And she went on to say that she truly didn't have a clue as to what she had done or not done in her mother-daughter relationship, and she certainly did not know how she was ever going to fix it. Well, firstly, <laughs> the posse of angels is saying that it's not hers to fix, as this relationship is not broken. It doesn't matter what we do. The other person has free will and free choice, and they truly can act whatever way they perceive to be right. If one plays this game of one being right and one being wrong, then in fact, nobody wins. I knew this was a very important topic 
because the posse of angels has sent me many, many clients who shared the exact same story of how they hated their mothers. The majority of these clients were in their late 40s and 50s, and they felt belittled. They felt diminished, as if they were not good enough because of their mother's disrespectful comments. Each client had revealed to me that their mothers criticized them for their choices on almost everything, including how they dressed, how they decorated their homes, their cooking, their baking abilities, their driving, how they even styled their hair, and how they treated their husbands and, and how they reared their children. You know, many of these women said that even when they went out of their way to please their mothers, whatever they did was simply not good enough. In each case, even though the details of the client's stories were very different, the posse of angels was able to clearly explain the underlying reason for their mother's comments and behavior. Now, in each of these clients' sessions, I asked them to describe to me their grandmother, and how their own mother was raised. I wasn't surprised when they described their grandmothers and they spoke about unhappy marriages to physically and emotionally abusive men who were controlling, some of who were alcoholics, some cheated on their wives. They also told me how important it was in their mothers, in their grandmother's generation to be seen to be doing everything the correct way so they would not be an embarrassment to their husband or their community. It was important for these women to dress to please their husband, cook and present meals just right, always have the house neat just in case someone dropped by, and to do the right thing, well, according to their husbands. When their grandmothers lived this controlled and stifled way of life, much of their individual expression was slowly eroded in order to conform. Now, as a result of carrying this heavy, heavy burden of pretenses, their little girl lightness, their emotional joy inside was slowly snuffed out of them, leaving them emotionally suffocated. And because their daughters these clients who were sitting in front of me wished so much to be loved, to get praise and recognition for who they were from their mothers. They felt betrayed by the one person who they thought would be able to show them unconditional love. Yet this was very difficult for their mothers because by having to conform, they simply lost their identity and the ability to love themselves and therefore, they were closed off when it came to demonstrating love to others, especially to their children. You know, everyone, when one lives with having one's personality and choices constantly criticized, it makes the child within us very sad as it stifles who we are. This message that is sent to us that we are not of importance and that what we think and feel truly doesn't matter. By not being shown consideration, we take to heart that we do not have importance. It actually steals our hope, and it sees many slip into depression and despair. Now, 
in each of these women's sessions when I ask them how they nurtured and nourished themselves. Each one told me that they did very little to nothing to nurture their souls. Now, the underlying cause was that because of being, of not being listened to as a child and not acknowledged for their worth, they didn't think themselves worthy and deserving of practicing self-love or demonstrating to themselves that they were of value to do anything nourishing. In fact, one of the women who did nothing to nurture her own joy, she was extremely codependent. And she told me that her husband had recently taken up a pastime, this hobby which he was so passionate about. And yet she berated him that he would rather spend time on his hobby rather than spending time with her. Now, her husband was in fact demonstrating how to joyously give to herself by taking up a fun pastime so she would not be so empty and not so dependent on getting her fulfillment only by taking care of others. Now, the posse of angels is saying, how is the universe ever going to give to us when we don't open ourselves to receive? by demonstrating to God and the angels that we truly are important enough to be given to. As I had asked each of these clients to look back at their own mother's controlled life and how that programming fueled much of their lack of worthiness and lack of self-love, I asked them to describe their relationships with their daughters each one of them told me that there were heated arguments, that uh, there was shouting, there was great turbulence because their daughter did not listen to them. Their daughter did not follow their advice and were constantly defiant. Several of the mothers cried and said that they did everything possible for their daughters, provided for them, sacrificed for them, demonstrated love they wished only for the best, yet they were treated with dishonor and little to no consideration. It was then that I pointed out that the wheel of life had turned once again generationally and had not changed much at all from the way they described how they felt from the disrespectful treatment from their mothers to the disrespectful treatment that they were experiencing from their daughters. The majority of these clients were stunned as they let this correlation between generations sink in. Now, firstly, the posse of angels shared with these women that what their mothers criticized and complained about had absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with them. When the mothers criticized the daughter's choices, the criticism and the judgment was more a reflection of unresolved hurt and insecurity inside of their mothers as they had never been acknowledged and they'd never been honored for who they were growing up. No one had ever respected their opinions as being treated this way was all they had ever known. It made their default programming come from a place of hurt and damage and they were drawn then to controlling others. You know, it's often the case that if someone is controlled 
and the hurt and sadness and rage goes unresolved, then that person will act out unconsciously and carry into the next generation the same exact patterns of controlling others and always pushing to be right. Although the nitpicking comments from my clients' mothers included how they bought the wrong shade of blue towels for a guest bathroom, and they even were criticized for changing the style of their hair, well, it might sound trite and it might sound insignificant, but these comments actually came from a deep place of insecurity because my clients' mothers had not been allowed to establish a really strong, secure, safe foundation of self and who they were and communicate their personal opinions openly, they carried around this really low self-worth into adulthood, feeling empty and emotionally unfulfilled. And you know, when one is empty, not having their sense of self recognized, they will create opportunities which are sadly often judgmental on how their opinions are better, their opinions are right, which ultimately makes others wrong. I don't know if anybody's consciously uh, doing this, but that's the, this is the end result because my clients' mothers had in effect been silenced while growing up and as wives, they went out of their way to create opportunities to express their opinions and for their voice to be heard. Now, secondly, and you know, this might sound a little strange. The posse of angels asked each one of these women to accept and to bless their mothers for exactly who she was, including her comments, her choices, and ask these women not to keep trying to change their mother. They were reminded that there is no right and wrong. There's no good or bad. And that each of us is walking our own journey as spirit in human form. And believe it or not, each of us is doing the best that we can possibly do. And their mothers were allowed and their mothers were allowed with their free will to make their own choices. In fact, the more my clients let go, they released and surrendered trying to dictate how their mothers should act and just bless them for exactly where they were. Suddenly their frustration and reaction to their mother's comments completely diminished. This is because they consciously allowed themselves to drop all illusions of attachments as to how they should act by allowing them to walk their own path and not be so caught up in the expectations of have-dos and shoulds. Suddenly, my clients were no longer triggered and reactive to be upset. Okay, and thirdly, the posse of angels told these women that the best thing that they could do for to improve their relationship with their mother was to improve the relationship they had with themselves, was to have the most extraordinary relationship with themselves. The posse of angels asked them to turn the mirror back on themselves and really put more emphasis on making 
their happiness and the fulfillment of what they desired a priority. They said, just think if you took all of that energy focused on what your mother should or should not have said or uh, should or should not have done or should not have criticized, you take all of that energy, you transmute it into love and acceptance, then you make space for the fulfillment of your desires. By increasing their self-love, by increasing their value, their joy, their creativity, their enthusiasm, their peace, acceptance, forgiveness, and self-love, the recognition and comments from their mothers, or anyone else for that matter, would hold no triggers as they would already be fulfilled and not seeking love, approval, acceptance, and recognition from any outside agenda or anything externally. As many people seek their identity outside of themselves, they fall victim to getting their sense of self-worth externally. And this is from the most, and probably the most important relationship is the mother relationship. Anytime we seek our identity externally or approval from someone outside of ourselves, we open ourselves to fall prey to their belief system, doctrines, dictates, and agendas of others' opinions and what they think is correct for us to do, for us to say, for us to follow. What each of these clients began to take the focus off of is expectation and attachment, is how their mothers or their daughters needed to change to putting their energies and focus on really nurturing themselves and their creative expression and their dreams and wishes. And once they did this in each case, their lives became rich, full, and satisfying. In all cases, they remarked how their relationships had improved dramatically. This is because the attachment and energies of expecting the worst changed to one of tolerance, acceptance, and forgiveness by choosing peace and happiness again over choosing to have to be right. The Posse of Angels is reminding us that in order to jump off this carousel of being affected by our mothers or, or daughters or anyone else's comments or opinions, it's truly vastly important to establish a wonderful, empowered, loving, and peaceful relationship with ourselves. For it is through our nurturing of the self that we consciously tend and nurture being gentle and kind, non-judgmental and compassionate, and we don't allow anyone else to dictate or take away our peace and pride in who we are, no matter what they say and no matter how they behave, because once again, this has all to do with them. It has nothing to do with us. And when I went to my animal spirit cards and I asked for further messages on uh, this subject today, I was not surprised when who waddled in but Mrs. Goose. Hello, Mrs. Goose. There you are. <laughs> Mrs. Goose, onk, onk. There she is. Mrs. Goose is urging all of us to rest. You know, it's interesting. That's as simple as it gets. Rest and recuperate. 
rather than continue striving, pushing, and controlling an agenda. Mrs. Goose is actually confirming the energies of Mercury retrograde because she is assuring us that by taking the time out and using it as a resting period, it will actually help us to garner our strength, our health, our well-being, so that when life speeds up and we will have the energy then to go forth and step and take action. Thank you, Mrs. Goose, for coming in. Everyone, you've been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be taking some of your calls for those free angel readings. You can always call into the show on one 800 930 2819 and we'll see you after the break. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, Angelic Walk-in Angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort, and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. You're back with me, Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. With Thanksgiving being two days away, uh, some would say it's the official start of the gift giving and holiday season. And I wanted to ask if you have anybody on your gift giving list that loves to read, because boy, do I have some wonderful books for you. Uh, For the child in all of us, my book, Angels of Faith, is based on my two near-death experiences, and it reawakens people who read it to the fact that we do not die. Go on this beautiful adventure with a little girl named Faith, her mother's name is Hope, and the uh, wonderful elderly uh, woman in a nursing home who confirms and opens to her her love of angels and the beautiful journey 
they go on together. So that's Angels of Faith. Uh, if, for those readers that are interested in spiritual law, in past lives, in what the heck we do when we cross over to our one true home behind the veil of forgetfulness. This book uh, talks about my five most important past lives. Now, they were the most important because I grew the most spiritually. And then once I left uh, a human life, I crossed over. And what did I do in, the, in our one true home? Uh, and before I chose to come back for another incarnation and build on the former one. People say that they just cannot put this book down. And uh, it is just thrilling from beginning to end. Uh, the next one is the sequel. Two, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. Readers absolutely adore my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel. And this tells the story of my walk-in experience and how I went on to create heaven on earth for myself after a very, very challenging life uh, and, uh, and helped others to create heaven on earth themselves as well. There's also a, a guided angel meditation CD, which gives so much more than relaxation and uh, stress release as it opens us up to have further connection with the angels. This is called Letting Go of Concerns and Living in the Now. All of these wonderful things for gift giving can be bought on my website, which is www.angelhealinghouse.com angelhealinghouse.com or you can call Angel Healing House after the show on 831-277-3716 but different phone number now if you would like to call in for a free angel reading with myself and my wonderful angelic family the Posse of Angels do call in now on 1-800-930-2818 Let's go to our first caller. We have Mandy in Washington. Mandy, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you? Great. Thank you for taking my call. You're very, very welcome. Lovely to hear from you. Yes, you as well. Um, I have an interesting question. Um, I was this morning reading through my uh, astrology book. There's an echo. Uh, my astrology book, and I was looking through my Capricorn pages to see what it said about December 28th, and all of a sudden I got this weird feeling like, I wonder if because I'm a walk-in, I have a different astrological sign than when I was born. That's a very good question. <laughs> I I do get Thank that you. question. I do get that question a lot. The former soul who was in this body was born on October 7th, 1955. That makes her a Libra. That makes her a Libra. She had a Sag rising and a Cancer moon. Now, there are, uh, but but her sign was Libra. Um, I walked in, um, Angel Ariel, myself, walked in on January 11th. And that certainly, so a lot of people say, well, why don't you now read, you know, that sign rather than um, as a Libran? And there's a good reason to, uh, to read both. Okay, the, the day that the former soul was born, is important because you still have her memory imprint. Okay. 
your cells in your body have been calibrated to that exact zodiacal sign and date and time of birth. So they will play a part in, uh, in you know, your, uh, your astrology. The when we walked in, Mandy, uh, has less to do with astrology uh, rather than it has to do with um, uh, finding the optimal time to walk in. Okay. All right. So it wasn't that that time that uh, that time and date that was chosen to walk in uh, that relied more on um, uh, different people, different situations, different time, you know, different events oh, coming together, uh, rather than choosing it because of an astrological thing. The funny thing is that uh, when I look at um, uh, the astrological sign of the former soul of Claire Candy. Um, she was she was Libran, she was Sagittarius, and she was Moon. Uh, and her and her uh, her um, Moon was Cancer. Sorry, um, but I feel more Sagittarius. I feel more that rising sign. She was never as forthright and as uh, you know, sort of. Um, uh, not aggressive, but she was, she was not, she didn't believe in herself as much. And liberals have a tendency to, you know, be charming, agree with everyone, which, you know, the, I, those things I am, but more Sagittarius standing up for myself and being more straightforward and being more, those are more Sag qualities. So it's interesting. Uh, it is an interesting question, but I wouldn't put a whole lot of stock astrologically in when you walked in, because that has more to do with events and, and, and providing an optimal time for the walk-in to occur, um, then it has to do with astrologically. Okay, so there's no real need to read the other sign? Well, you could. You could. I mean, there are times where I think to myself, oh, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read read that sign. But most, most times for me, uh, for me, it, you know, it, it really didn't resonate. Um, I still resonated with the former soul's um, sun sign, her rising sign and her moon sign. But the Sag part of her is, has come out more in who I am. So it, it's just, it's an interesting thing. You can read, you know, on the date. Do you remember the date that you walked in? No, I was actually going to ask you if there was any way you could tell me. Okay. Um, they're saying the year was 2004. You actually started the walk-in experience in 2003, uh, but it wasn't, final, it wasn't finalized, they're saying, until 2004. Um, let, me, okay. let me see if I can get any other dates. Um, first part of the year. Second part of the year. Okay, let me see. July to December. July, August, July, August, September. I feel like it was in the second half of 2004. It feels like uh, it started to be finalized. Oh, 
it feels like more, it, well, it feels like it, um, it was started in September. Um, September would be Virgo. Ask them if it was Virgo. No. Okay. Uh, Scorpio. Oh, the one before that is Leo. It feels more Leo than it does Virgo. Okay. But well, that'll um, just be interesting to read it. Yes, absolutely. I agree. So let me go to the cards and let's pull out three, uh, three cards for you before we get to our next caller and uh, see what comes out. Just as a, a general. Okay. One, two, three. First card coming out for you is the Three of Pentacles. Ooh, okay. Uh, they're saying that there is something on the horizon uh, where you will, they're saying something about a gathering. I'm not sure what that is. But you will orchestrate some sort of gathering uh, where um, you, would, you will receive recognition for this. Whether it's gathering people for meditation night or gathering people for a uh, a shared interest, um, and they're they're also saying that your uh, your scope of acquaintances will increase. This is a bright sunny card. This is a card that's often we're we're recognized for our for our achievements um, and our skills. And so, but they did use the word gathering um, and something associated with gathering like-minded people together. Uh, the next card that's coming out for you is a very powerful card, the chariot. And the chariot is about uh, recognition. It's about moving forward. I think this all has to do with you recognizing who you are and being, uh, being proactive with your life. Um, uh, yeah, travel, movement, recognition, some would say being victorious, things moving fast. Uh, things moving fast because you've, they're saying, because you've decided to be proactive with your life and to step up. Um, and you got, this is amazing. This is an amazing reading because the six of, <laughs> the six of wands is the victory card. The six oh. of wands. The Six of Wands is the triumph card. It's the victory card. It's the card of recognition. So you have three cards here of being recognized. And uh, oh it's, it's a powerful message for you to keep recognizing who you are, keep stepping forward, and you will see uh, amazing results in your, uh, you will create that reality where people support and encourage and recognize you as well. So I hope that's been helpful for you, Mandy. That's been wonderful. It has. It's awesome. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You go have an absolutely blessed and beautiful day. You too. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mandy, for calling in. And uh, if you would like to call in for a free angel reading, reminder that the call-in number is one 800-930-2819. Let's go to our next caller. We have Stephanie in New York. Stephanie, you're online with Angel Healing Hi. House Radio. How are you today? Hi, good, thanks. 
Good. Um, What's happening? Well, I um, I was doing some dog walking, and one of the one of the people that I was working for was causing me a lot of stress, and I was thinking it wasn't really working out. So I let one of them go, or actually raised my prices to something that would have felt more uh, worthy of it, and um, and they didn't want to pay that. And then yesterday, someone contacted me in response to a message I'd sent her when I saw her posting for a nanny job. And mm. I haven't done that in a while. It's right in the building next door. So, you know, the pay is obviously a lot better. And it's, mm-hmm. But it's for, I guess, her baby who's supposed to be born the end of December. And right. My interview's tomorrow, and then I heard you mention the Mercury retrograde. And I was wondering, uh, I don't know, just sort of if they thought this was a good path to take or if they thought I should pursue something with, like, the scarves or something else instead, and if the timing of the interview would be okay with the Mercury retrograde. But you also have your problem. All right. So, um... Mercury retrograde, a lot of people, there are, you know, different myths and, uh, and uh, uncertainties about Mercury retrograde. Have you done nannying before? Yeah, not in a while, but yeah. Okay, so that doesn't matter. Mercury retrograde is about revisiting something. If we've revisited something we've done before, that's okay. But in we're told in Mercury retro, we're told in Mercury retrograde not to start anything that's new. This is not new. You've had experience doing this before. Yes, it's a new job, but not in a new area. So, um, uh, I, 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 so, so they're saying definitely uh, yes. Do go for the interview. The uh, Mercury retrograde is not over till December sixth, and it doesn't get out of its. a big shadow way until about, you know, a week to 10 days after that. So, you know, we'll be, you know, towards the end of December. Um, but they're saying that, uh, yes, it is fine for you to, uh, to have that interview. Now I would make sure, uh, I don't know if, do you, uh, do you have a resume? Do you bring along? Uh, no. Okay. Um, references. I haven't actually done it in a long time. So that's the other thing that I'm a little nervous about. Um, okay. You know what I would, I thought maybe, yeah. You know what I would do, Stephanie is, um, uh, is I would type up, uh, the nannying that you've done before and I would gather any references that you have and I would put them in a little folder, uh, to make it seem a little bit more professional. Mm-hmm. Well, this was uh, this is actually someone who lives on the building next door, and I saw the post on a group for our neighborhood, mm-hmm. and we also have a friend in common. Or yeah, we have a well, even, 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 even if it's a next-door neighbor, uh, this is a job. It's a professional position, and I, and it doesn't hurt to go in as professional as you can. Be. So I would uh, I would type up um, you know um, my 
my experiences as a nanny before, you know, the duration of time you did, your experiences. I would get my references together. Um, you know, you can type up also your work experiences and any uh, comments or references from former bosses or things like that. Um, and uh, just as long as they're good. <laughs> and, and then put them in a folder uh, and take them along. Now, just, you know, just in case uh, you might um, start a communication with her and start a conversation and just it would be swimming and, you know, and you'll have this wonderful kindred connection and you might not never ever go to the folder and show her what you have. But forewarned is forearmed. Just be prepared to have, you know, something something in writing when you do go there. Um, they're saying that this nannying position will lead to something else. This is not a be all or an end all. It, it came across your radar screen because you've been asking for more abundance. You've been asking, uh, and that's why the dog walking thing uh, um, petered out, I guess, because... Um, that was past its use by date. And then this nannying position came up. It's right in the building next door. Um, there are so many things to like about this. You know, it's somebody who is on your community watch or something like this. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a known factor. And um, it's, it sounds like uh, it will be an easy transition. Um, they also want you to know that this will lead to other things. So... Um, and they're getting a very good vibe. Oh, thanks. I saw on her profile she's a nursing student. So I also was, oh, maybe right. if I pursued the health coaching or Reiki in hospitals or somehow she would, you know, possibly through her, that would open up some doors. Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's what I meant. Yeah. The, well, the, yeah, they're saying that it, it's uh, a wonderful connection for you and that, uh, and that things will open up as a result of this, uh, this wonderful, you know, position for you. Um, yeah, they're def definitely saying step forward. Okay, thanks. The other thing was I've been having ear pain, so I have the chance to go to an ear doctor tomorrow, but it's at the same time as this interview. And I feel like it's not a good idea to reschedule an interview. Like it would start things off on the wrong foot. Um, but that's also what I was wondering about, because if the job didn't work out, I know I'd be frustrated. I didn't just go to the ear doctor. So I was right. wondering if they had any thoughts on that. Well, they're saying that uh, you're right to consider that, you know, uh, in canceling, I mean, you can reschedule the uh, both things, um, but it, uh, they're saying to uh, to go to the interview. That's important, you know. Um, okay. God and that's the angels send send us signs. They send us signs and messages. Uh, as long as you're not in in you know dire pain or whatever, um, you can even do Reiki on your ear, um, you know. Uh, to take, you know, to lift some of the pain off. Um, but they're saying that you, you know, you can reschedule and they're saying uh, to go to the interview and to re then and reschedule, 
yeah that that feels that feels the, the the better way to go i guess because if you cancel an interview you know somebody even though things happen somebody might go to the next name on the list yeah, that's what I was afraid of. And the ear pain generally only hurts me in the morning, but it can be really strong. So I also was wondering if that's something energetic or if you've heard of that before. No, um, I I haven't, although I do know a lot of people uh, uh, with the Venus retrograde that we just came out of uh, experienced, um, I guess, more physical symptoms than usual. Uh, there were lot, lots of energy transferences. So, um, you know, uh, places in our body which may not have uh, hurt uh, so much before, you know, were giving us strife now. Let's go to the cards and see what comes out. First card comes out for you is the Nine of Cups. That's the wish card. Good girl. <laughs> so in, conf- in, con- in confirmation to what we've been talking about, this is a wish fulfilled. This is a wish fulfilled for you. It's right next door, somebody that you know and your community um, and is an answer to your prayers. And not only she's a nursing student, but this will lead to other things. So that is a wonderful confirmation of that. Two of Swords is also the choice card. Now, uh, you can choose. You can choose not to take this offer and then the God and the angels will always send you another choice, or you can you can choose to be peaceful with this and step forward. It all has to do with your free will and your free choice. But they're saying that uh, that they're uh, suggesting that you do step forward and go to that interview, and uh, if offered, and take the position. And the next one is the hierophant. And the hierophant has all to do with a community, um, and uh, and and I could be a spiritual teacher, but it's usually in regard to uh, larger communities, groups, things like that. So, um, and where we're headed in 2019 is we are no longer. Um, supposed to be doing things on our own. We are supposed to be reaching out to a larger, a lar- larger community or larger group and collaborating with people. So um, that shows that you know she's part of the nursing profession and that you know you'll have a great deal in common. So there you go. Those three cards are a great confirmation about this new job position that you are stepping into. And uh, and it sounds very exciting, Stephanie. I'm very happy for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. Have a lovely, lovely time. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye. And thank you for that, Mandy. And yes, Thanksgiving is two days away. Lots of people say that Thanksgiving is their number one favorite holiday. Um, it uh, it is so much about uh, generosity and is so much about kindness. Um, it's about sharing. Ultimately, uh, you know whether uh, you want to uh, believe the stories that were told on how Thanksgiving came into existence. I think a lot of people have, uh, whether they believe that story or not, they put the emphasis on sharing what they have, on generously giving, because they understand that we are all one. 
and what we do for another, we actually do for ourselves. With a few minutes left, let's go to the cards and let's see what comes out. Let's pull three cards for all of us for this coming Thanksgiving and going into the holiday season. Um, I don't know what your holidays are like, but, uh, you know, things, people come in and out of town, you know, uh, social life uh, gets a little bit more hectic. Do take time out. Do take time out to nurture and nourish your beautiful soul and, uh, and to not be so harried and to take time and enjoy this holiday season. The first card that comes out for us is the Four of Cups, okay? The posse of angels are saying that it is a time of quiet now. They really want us to understand this and that instead of being apathetic, instead of being bored, that, you know, that we are, in quotes, being held back, there is that fourth cup above our heads. This is the gift of God, and that is coming. They're saying that that is coming. And when Mercury goes forward um, into the end of December and the uh, beginning of 2019, that and the circumstances around it, the opportunities and connections that will be presented to us. So it is a time to, uh, to rest now. The next card that comes out for us is the judgment card. And the judgment card is saying that it is a time to reset. It's a new phase of our life. It's like we are going through a rebirth. Man and we have healed. We have brought into alignment our relationships. Many of us are doing what we love doing. Um, and uh, these two cards are saying that we are now establishing that re new phase of our lives and getting ready to step into that. And the next card that is coming out for us, of course, is the world card. And the world card is a completion, full circle, and then we start anew with the new beginning. So... Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. Remember, for your gift giving, for those that love to read, we have my beautiful books, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, and Angels of Faith for the Children in All of Us, and my beautiful, relaxing, angelic CD, guided angel meditation CD, letting go of concerns and living in the now um, and uh, connects you with the angels on this beautiful angelic journey with professional music and beautiful, um, beautiful sound effects and my narration, narration from my, me, Angel Ariel. Go to my website, angelhealinghouse.com, for those gift-giving suggestions. And everyone, please do remember to fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. Go out and have an absolutely beautiful Thanksgiving. Love and, as always, angel blessings. I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Mm -hmm.